There's no question the farm equipment business is changing as new technology alters the way work is done. But sometimes, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Welcome to Around Farm Progress, a podcast that looks at agriculture issues across the country. I'm Willie Vogt, your host and editorial director at Farm Progress. The farm equipment business has long been a favorite area of mine to cover. The advancements made to the machines farmers can use have boosted productivity and farm profits over the years, and frankly, there's more to come. During the recent National Farm Machinery Show, we caught up with Kurt Coffey. He's head of Case IH North America and moved into that role during 2021. In our talk, he offers his insights on the current state of the business. It's a frank discussion about dealer relationships and the rise of both automation and autonomy. And trust me, there is a difference. Listen in for insights driving the farm equipment industry from one of its leaders. Kurt Coffey, welcome to Around Farm Progress. Um, good to talk to you today. We're at the National Farm Machinery Show. When you come to a show like this, what's the first, what's the first message you want to deliver to the farmers that are here? We are so excited to be back. Just had a conversation with uh, some of your colleagues and you know, we do business with dealers and customers, being able to look them in the eye. People do business with people. And so it's good to be back. Um, this is something I went to, my goodness, I don't know how many times I've been here, you know, as a kid, because our farm is just a few hours north of here. So it's awesome to be back in person. And uh, that's the first thing I would say. Welcome to the Case IH booth. So when you come to Case IH, though, what, it's great to see in person. What, do you, what message do you want to deliver for a person walking through here? And what message should they be picking up if they're going to be a case, if they're looking at being a Case IH customer? I think the message that we've, I mean, we're 180 years, 180 years old this year. So if you go back to 180 years of our famous brand, it is optimizing the productivity for the operator. Whether he or she is trying to produce more, um, grow more, have better agronomic, you know, soil tilth, all of the designs and, and things that put us on the map for the last many generations, you, you continue to see today. Um, when I was a kid, I say when I was a kid. So when I was in my teens, I remember so well the, the quad track when it was launched. Central Illinois Farm Kid. Our issues were water management, compaction, and I saw a tractor on rubber tracks, but it isn't just more power. It's a system. Flotation, agronomic design, power. Um, and so you see that you see that all across our booth from, from the sprayers to the combines over the tractors and our new uh, planting and seeding equipment. Agronomic design to optimize productivity. So from that standpoint, um, one area, speaking of productivity, some pretty not friendly videos on Twitter in the fall with the chips and Grand Island. Talk to me about your manufacturing now and where are you in that process? Are you working through all that inventory and that kind of thing? Well, there was a lot of mach- machines lined up in Grand Island that couldn't be shipped. Where are you in that process and how's that working? I think, you know, it's, it's an area where no matter if you're producing tractors or cars or heck, swimming pools and lawn chairs. Okay, yeah. I have buddies in these industries. Yeah. Nothing is easy right now. It's day-to-day. Um, what we are, I mean, I give the Case IH and the CNH Industrial teams a ton of credit because we are, I would say, punching at or above our weight. Um, with scale, we have purchasing power, and I think that they're doing extremely well. To, to, the, to the question you asked, you know, we don't want to shut down the machine, so if we can continue to go, but when that final component comes in, we work it, rework it, and, and get it out to make sure that what are we focused on? Satisfying the customer need, um, satisfying the dealer need. That's number one, right? So I'll give you a little bit of uh, color commentary to show the extra fight. Um, and we just went out with this again this year. We are offering our dealers to do kind of an enhanced 
um, pre-delivery. So anytime you're doing rework like that, and to your point, we're waiting on a chip or we're waiting on whatever, um, we're actually making sure it goes back through the quality check, but we're also doing a double check because with that rework, there's opportunities for something to be done wrong. So we're doing a double step to make sure that customer finally got it right, but let's make sure it's been double quality checked so that not only they got it, but we're upholding our, our brand promise, which is you know repeatability and operating the way they expect it. Well, and that's important because obviously it's a reputational issue. Um, the, the products that Case has offered for years have been high performers. You don't want to drop that ball, no matter how tough this market is. How long have you been VP of Case IH? Um, last, last fall, I can't give you an exact date. I came out of, um, I had Case IH Global Marketing and Communications, and I also had North America Marketing, so two roles. And I think it was around October, November, we started the transition from Scott Harris to me. But it was kind of a long transition, so I'm giving you kind of a window. It does take a while. I mean, when you're bringing somebody up through the ranks, which is good news, right? Be bringing somebody who actually understands the brand. Not, although the big boss, obviously, for all of CNH Industrial, did not come up through the ranks. He came up from out, he came in from outside from Polaris, and great guy to work with, Scott Wine. But how does this work now with the management team, and what should a farmer expect going forward from that standpoint? With our new management team, yeah. you know the. It's a breath of fresh air, and I, I'll be I'll be very straight with you. Scott Wine, um, when he when he started with our company, the first week we spent quite a bit of time together, and I realized very quickly he he was focused on a few things: satisfy the customer. We do business with our dealers; they're our lifeblood, and let's have an excellent product and uphold this brand. He is he is so focused, relentlessly focused on making sure that we are fighting to win the customers' hearts and minds. And so, what does that bring? That brings investment. You've seen it. That brings investment. That brings focus. That that brings accountability. But it's all of the things. Again, going back 180 years, I've been here since I think I came in 08. I'm a former Monsanto guy, so 08. I've never been as can I say I've never been as jazzed as I am um, now uh, in my last you know 12 to 14 years here at Case IH. Well, I think that's important though because. You have a story to tell, but and you're trying to work more with the. De- I mean, the dealers have always been a key component to getting to the market, right? I mean, how do you keep that dealer happy so the farmer's happy? Tell me a little bit more about what you're asking. Well, I guess dealers sometimes feel like they have an adversarial relationship with their suppliers. How does how do you get past that? Even in, especially in a supply year like this, not picking on the chips, it supplies everywhere, and every farmer's facing it. How do you get past that? Yeah. It's, it's interesting because so Scott Harris was the, the head of our, our brand here in North America for a few years. And we're building upon, you know, his vision going forward. And, and we had a dealer meeting, a thousand dealers came through the last month. We're straightforward, we're approachable, we're going to be honest and humble. And this is it's how I was raised, but this is how we will continue to deliver our promise and our partnership. When you sit with a dealer, even if it's tough times, yeah. When they look you in the eye and they know, okay, he's been around 14 years or however long we just discussed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he not only says that, but he lives his life that way. And family, faith, all of these things. The body of work says, you know what, we've got a good partnership. And so then in practice, you know, whether you have a difficult conversation around, well, that was coming at this time, but it's coming a little bit later, which is the name of the game right now. Um, it, it, it's all about communicating early and often, being honest, being transparent. It's not just a narrative. It's it's who I am in my heart, and I think that that's really helping our relationship with our dealer partners. 
we had an event this weekend with you know some of our partners and we had spouses there and i would say unprompted most of them if not all of them came up and said we appreciate that you're continuing down that path of what put us on the map which is people doing business with people sitting at a kitchen table breaking bread solving problems but doing it in a partnering way it goes back to humility well and and as you watch case i mean uh sitting through presentations on the technology that's been brought into the equipment, the AFS Connect Magnum, and how that technology is moving up to other machines. You know, when you started 14 years ago, we were doing GPS and we were doing some auto steer, but tech's in a little different place. Are we in a different place than you thought we'd be? I don't know if I'm in a different place than I thought we would be. I mean, it certainly has evolved. The last year, I would say, has accelerated. You you went back to light bars and I was, you know, the knuckle buster, right? right. You could put precision on anything. Um, there was this 10, 15 year curve of adoption of technology, but lately it's exploded and it's not just, you know, rudimentary guidance, but it's, it's data on the cloud, it's sharing. And so I don't think it's shifted from what I expected. I think that where we'll be in five to 10 years, maybe we don't all understand exactly what that looks like, but we're, we're up for the challenge. We're excited about it. It's, it's a new tech revolution within ag and it's exciting to me. Well, and obviously we've seen some automation. Obviously, CNH Industrial purchased Raven and that technology, but we also saw that technology then the, the Omni Drive put into a Case tractor at the Farm Progress show. That had to be pretty exciting from your standpoint. Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, we're you you said automation, but also full autonomy, right? right. There's two there's two legs of the stool. I think Case IH in the last years we've really invested, and you see it. We've really heavily invested in automation of processes. Um, and then we can, I think, shift to autonomy. But if you if you consider the the combine behind me, right, the AFS Harvest Command in this 9250, um, I had at an AEM event out in Arizona two weeks ago a gentleman from the U.S. Soy Board. So he's on the board of the U.S. Soy, and he he came up out of his way to to tell me how he and his brother argue about how this machine actually can set better than he can. And I had this debate with my brother at times, but you can see you can see the machine going through a field and maybe it's running 270, but you get to a draw where it's flooded out and it's running 110. You can see the machine adjust, the fan, the concave. The automation of the process is where it's true commanding, which is why we call it AFS Harvest Command. Mm-hmm. We have competitors that have advisory services that say, adjust this, tweak that, speed up, slow down. Full command has changed the narrative in combine automation. We have a little bit of automation also on our on our soil preparation. Um, but I think that what you just said is where, where I pivot to, right? So you see the investment, a big investment in Raven. That certainly is an expression of where we plan on going with automation continuing, but then going towards full autonomy. We're so excited to have Raven in the house of brands. Now where that ends up going is anybody's guess. I'm not gonna opine on it. I mean, we're happy they're joining the house of brands. Um, it, I was early on that transaction, if you will, in my prior role as the head of global marketing. And man, it's exciting to me here at Case IH that they're part of the family. You make a good point. We talk automation and I kind of lump automation with autonomy, but I need to separate that, right? I mean, is that part of the marketing message? I don't know if it's a marketing message. I think it's, I think everybody does that. Everybody kind of lumps autonomy automation. So it's not a correction. Um, It is, it is truly automation of processes today is not only accepted, but kind of demanded, right? People don't come up and say, hey, I want you to automate that. People come up and say, I have this issue. What's the issue? I want to harvest more. I want to have less waste. I can't get good labor. And the labor I get, it's scarce and maybe not skilled. Okay, how do you solve that? 
automate the combine. Automate the processes in the combine. Right. Okay, is it full autonomy yet? Well, there are no, there's there's the curve coming, which is regulations and a number of other things. Customer adoption. Okay, so that automation is here and being demanded by the solution. So we're delivering on those automation features. Again, game changers that best in class. Now, the, the, the next step is full autonomy, and you're starting to see that in our space, and we're excited, and, you know, the, the Raven acquisition certainly has the expression that we're on that path. To, to I guess game. most of the equipment we look at is fully automated. I mean, it's auto steer, auto control, the combine, of course, is all that. Yeah, taking the driver out of the seat would make it autonomous. It'll be interesting to see how that unfolds. Kurt, anything else you want to share as we're talking here, That uh, any messages that you really want to convey and hope you convey here at the show? Now we're just happy to be able to come out and see our dealers and customers. One of our one of our great local dealer partners just came by and said hi. I'm going to go over there and, and see him. But we just want to say thanks for coming out. We're excited to be here in Louisville. We'll see you at the Case IH booth. Well, good good to talk to you, Kurt. Thank you. Have a good one. Talking with Kurt Coffee is a great way to learn more about the business and the forces at work. I thank him for being available for our conversation, and we look forward to seeing what's coming next from Case IH and others in the equipment business. Farm Progress is the nation's leading agriculture information source with 17 state and regional brands, as well as Farm Futures, Beef, National Hog Farmer, and Feedstuffs, and our events, including Farm Progress Show, Husker Harvest Days, and the New York Farm Show. And there's another opportunity for staying connected to Farm Progress using your smartphone. If you text FARM to 20505, you can sign up for the Farm Progress mobile text service. When you send that first message, you'll get a confirmation. Be sure to respond to that too and get on the list. You can even eventually join the Farm Progress panel to share your insights with our regular polls. Join us next week as we continue our agriculture journey around the country. I'm Willie Vogt, Editorial Director at Farm Progress. Thanks for listening.